0: Hey guys hey guys welcome back to another episode of the selfie show
1: where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty i am tori the founder and now co-host of the selfie show i am a nurse blogger
0: and podcaster and i'm sam flight nurse podcaster powerlifter, co-host of the selfie show ha you saw it literally <laughs> we're not like nurse blake it's oh. nurse blake we have nurse blake here today icon no introduction really needed here at all i uh we're so excited. This is unreal. And this is such a fun side. Like, yeah. We're, we just have fun. It's like getting to actually go hang out with Nurse Blake is oh this episode. It's not like super formal stuffy. It's no,
1: like we had so, so fun. much fun with him. We he learned guys. a lot about him too. Yeah, we we had a really, really great talk today. We're just so thrilled about it. Nurse, comedian, entrepreneur, advocate. He's all the things. And now an author. We're going to get into it, you guys.
0: So Love. good. Okay. Okay unpopular opinion of the week. Colleges should not force general ed is stupid. Colleges should not force you to take general ed classes that are not relevant to your degree or career path. Absolutely. That is what preschool through 12, 12th grade <laughs> High was. School, yeah. Like did we not just spend 16 years of your life going through school taking literally general education is that not what high school is yeah i just go think to like, college and you pick a major yeah. and then they're like before you take anything relevant to your major you need to do two years of bullshit. all this
1: fluff all this extra crap and you know you know the other thing too that i think is really interesting is like the structure of classes really annoys me in terms of like you know some classes you could literally wrap it up in like a month much less six months where you this know they're trying to drag it I out
0: always did summer school Because I'm like, so you're telling me I could take the same class and get it done in six weeks versus 16 weeks during the regular semester? Nah, let's cram it. Let's run through this shit. I would take the hard classes. Like I did biochem during summer school because mm. I was like this class same sucks. I did microbiology
1: my microbiome yeah.
0: and then I think physiology both during summer I was like, I'm gonna do the shitty ones that I just want to get it over with yeah but strategy strategy honestly with how expensive school is yeah. the student loan crisis and how many people go into debt to get degrees the fact that we have to waste all this tuition mm-hmm. time and energy on stuff that isn't relevant to our degree Like not not to college.
1: I'll say like gen ed, right? Like when I'm thinking gen ed, it's so much fluff and it's ironic because I feel like the funny part about it is like for the nursing degree, let's talk about that. For me personally, I feel like so much of it was irrelevant, but like, why didn't we have things like a finance class where where you learn a lot or dig into finances, sort of 101 stocks, investing, like all these things. Like I just don't understand why we have to take you know, these Gen N classes that are completely irrelevant to anything that we actually do in our profession. But I would like some actual life course lessons, like some good ones. I'm like, why are we doing that? Why are we getting
0: more innovative? Like coming up with the times, like Like what's going on? Arts and humanities. Right. Like why? History to get like for the Cal State system here in California. Right. Why, why do I need to do this? Did I not take U.S. history in high school? Yeah. Did I not take art in high school? Like, and don't get I a service on nursing school. I'll get started on nursing school. Why? Because, hi, <laughs> I was a nursing professor for five years. Let's go. So I feel like I can speak on this. Nursing school does not prepare you to be an actual nurse. 1,000%. Plain and simple. I'll say it. Um. It, it needs a whole overhaul. Yeah, it does. It's it's so ran by people that have been out of the field for so long. They don't even know what How it's like touch. to be a nurse anymore. Nursing has changed in the 10 years of me graduating to and being a nurse. is changed. Completely. And the fact that we still do nursing school, like the patients were the way they were 20 years ago. It's a different structure, system, the way every everything mm-hmm. about it is different. And we're just sitting here wasting our time on fucking care plans mm. and nandas like, which by the way a lot of here, places that are word?
1: doing away with care plans yes i have
0: seen that a lot and of where them- i taught did but they moved to concept maps which is just a care plan that you put in bubbles it's so dumb it's like literally no different it's i just don't busy work there's a lot of busy work in nursing school and then it's a lot of it's so test taking focus and then the like I just think not to mention the fact that I think
1: a lot of nursing schools don't address enough of diversity inclusion like we're just not hitting the topics that are so relevant to us um, understanding the homeless population like
0: understanding a lot of the big things that really affect us in nursing because it does affect us in nursing actually the only time that was ever was like in my MSN program because I had like I did nursing leadership route and then we actually did I did have a course on like marginalized communities communities, it as our patient population and stuff and I'm like this should have been like we do like, I think you have to do a leadership class as part of your BSN. Mm-hmm. That class is fluff. Yeah. Fluff work. It doesn't
1: actually teach you how to be a leader at yeah, all. Zero no. percent. There's an thing.
0: MSN in leadership, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I just think that, uh, I, I don't know, I yeah. speak on it because I think we need to be looking at it and we need to change. Yeah, and especially, again, how much money it costs to go to school these days. It, tuition versus you know 30 years ago in the 90s
1: yeah the value uh, t- tuition, the value okay. and then we're I just know.
0: wasting our time on fluff yeah ain't nobody got time for that Can we
1: also get rid of student loans thanks oh okay. my
0: god if we, are they they're coming back in september <laughs> i don't know i don't well, know I mean, ugh, god. i'm gonna have to like start i'm gonna have to start like an instagram and tiktok for rambo and moses and yeah. monetize them and somehow because <laughs> I'm like, uh, if, when student loan payments come back, I'm mm-hmm. like, I well, I don't have money to pay these. So, <laughs> sir, sir, sir how is that going to work, hello. sir Joe? Ma'am, uh, madam Kamala, like somebody, help, uh, help, 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 help. Uh, our pets' heads are falling off. Oh my gosh! All the things.
1: Um, yeah, <sighs> we need a rate, a revamp, a big revamp. And I think every, you know, that's. I don't think it's an unpopular opinion, but we had to pop off on that because yeah. it's just it's on our Sometimes minds. It's
0: not a popular. Unpopular opinion, it's just an unpopular topic. <laughs> but Whoa. speaking of popular, literally the most popular nurse yeah. in our existence. Yeah. Nurse Blake. Nurse Blake. He's so, amazing. Obviously, no introduction needed. We have the most well-known content nurse creator in our profession. He's a nurse, but now comedian, definitely an entrepreneur, one of the best content creators advocate he's really been speaking out about all of our safe staffing and just on behalf of nurses which I love to see and Mm -hmm. author he's been a nurse for over eight years started like in level one trauma centers and has really just grown to be this successful Mm -hmm. iconic figure in our community
1: absolutely he's been creating I would say relatable hilarious community building comedy videos in like I would say it's just it's interesting to me how we're all in different specialties, but it's so freaking relatable. He's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. He's the host of the Nurse Blake podcast, where he gets real and shares stories, insight, and raw, unfiltered podcast about nursing. He released his first children's book on May twenty fourth. I want to grow up. I wanted to be a nurse when I grow up, which is Love. adorable. We get into that too. Um, uh, Let's just keep going, you guys. He's developed a NurseCon app where you can receive free, yes, free CEUs on this amazing platform. So actually, we have linked this in the bio as well, so you guys can definitely download that and complete with a cruise, which by the way, he just dropped two dates for next year NurseCon at C-2023, one in February and one in April. We're going to so, go to the February one. We're going February. February drop And I just think we, he's truly one of the most genius content creators. And
0: fellow podcaster. He gets uh, it. He, he gets does. It. He His does. This podcast is Fabulous. awesome if you haven't listened. Go, gonna,
1: go listen. Go listen. Today we're going to get into how to achieve your goals, comedy as a tool for advocacy, community building, mindset, and striving for and striving for change and bettering our nurse and healthcare community. You guys, without further ado, let's get into it
0: with Nurse Blake. Okay, obviously no introduction needed because we have the king himself. Oh like oh my god.
1: Yes. Y'all are crazy. No. Hi.
0: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Nurse Blake in the
1: house. Okay. By far, Blake, you should know. The number one most requested guest.
2: Always. Aw always. Uh, I love that. Thank, thank you, you, listeners. You guys are awesome. And thank you for having me on. I wish I was there with you because it, you mm. have such a pretty studio. Thank,
0: thank you. you. And thank we you, could have you. had some some It's okay. Drinks. In the future. Yes. We're gonna do we can't we wait get, to get you meet out you. to California I know. soon.
2: Oh my god. I was thinking about moving out there.
0: I mean <gasps> Oh, OK, and it's hard because it's like I get that Florida's weather is like better than places that it's 40 degrees and like right. snowing and stuff. Right. But like you guys have humidity and I don't know how you live like that. Yes. We like, have lightning.
2: We have humidity. We have alligators. Yes. like Fucking alligators. Yes.
0: And swamps and stuff like yes. what are you doing? And, what are you doing there?
2: Swamp ass because yeah. it's <laughs> so swampy. Yeah, like no. The temperature in Los Angeles is Perfect. so beautiful. You can't beat it
1: would really. brad be
2: up for it so oh my god brad it, oh. it's okay brett's gonna be like who the fuck is brad my husband's brett with the oh, I, was
1: thinking, <laughs> I was like it's okay would brett, oh.
2: You're so him. Close. Yeah, be um yeah brett is totally up for it we've lived like in south carolina and texas and okay. washington state so he'd totally be down to live in cali so it'd
0: be like the first place you chose without humidity
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah, and it'd there be like go. my choice. This next move would be my choice, which would be nice.
0: We would love that. Oh, well, California is ready for you. Absolutely.
2: I'm ready for California. Well, you,
0: I mean, you're getting to see basically the whole country with your tour. Yes. Which is like yeah, the oh coolest thing gosh. ever.
2: <laughs> so I do travel a lot. I'm, I'm doing like, I don't know, like 45 cities this fall and it was only Dad. supposed to be 15. Um, no, but a lot of people it. think I have time to, like, explore and really, I don't, like, I'm sleeping all day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's
1: it been going, the comedy tour?
2: It's so fun. So I did, like, 55 shows last year, and it was just incredible to, like, be out with people and have nurses have so much fun together. And then I was supposed to go to the cities that I missed um, on the tour last year, this year, so it was only supposed to be 15, and then those sold out, so then we added, like, 25, then 35, now it's, like, 45 but you guys you're the first ones to know i think that i'm actually doing a show in manila the philippines
0: whoa <gasps> oh, that's exciting! That's oh, awesome gosh. you gotta give the people what you want and we gotta, i'm
2: so excited i mean
0: wow. the philippines and nursing like holding down one. the fort yes
2: Thank the, you. the backbone exactly. of nursing right there <laughs> absolutely the no, I,
0: backbone of nursing
2: and then i'm doing cancun which is a new one wow. Uh, in November big comedy festival with like a Dane Cook and a bunch of other comedians what? and then uh, I know oh. it's gonna be crazy so if you want to come to Cancun and then I'm yes. going to Australia <laughs> In canada of oh course my that, God. Yeah. that uh, is
1: insane
0: australian yeah. people have a good sense of humor that'll be a fun one they that's are
2: that's a fun so one yeah funny I, I did a podcast with the two humorous nurses we're doing we're, doing we're doing them. With them
0: we're doing a swap with them. yeah they're yeah. gonna love it they're yes.
2: so funny they're like you guys oh fun. yeah we're super we're excited i just
0: love australian people because every time anything they say it just sounds better than when we say it too <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. They talk so sexy.
0: Yes. Absolutely. You're like, hmm. Okay. So we got ahead of ourselves, but we like to kick every episode off with finding out or asking our guests, what is your unpopular opinion?
2: Mm. Oh, what's my unpopular opinion? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I should. (laughs) Uh, Like, I was not prepared. Um, So I think my unpopular opinion would be that. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Hmm. I was just actually thinking about this the other day. It just came to my head, like, what's my, like, an unpopular opinion. And I had a good one because I was going to put it on TikTok, but then (laughs) I freaking forgot. But I think my unpopular opinion, I know a lot of people hate this, but I actually love it. People say it tastes gross and nasty, but I like Dasani water. And there's one right here.
0: Wow, you're really going to (laughs) just, you're going to back up what you say. Right there, you got the proof. Yeah, because I
2: Love Dasani water. Like, it's, I used to hate it. It's filtered it toilet
1: water. It's funny because I don't I'm know. Like, it.
0: <laughs> it's filtered toilet water, genuinely.
1: You know what? I think I'm, I am I kind of side with you on that.
0: Uh, Arrowhead? Arrowhead. taste is not good. Arrowhead tastes like someone yeah. pooped in a stream.
2: Arrowhead, gross. <laughs> Aquafina disgusting. Um, and there's an... So... I'm not a big Coke drinker, but, like, I don't know, whatever it is. And now I started drinking Diet Coke, you guys, and I have, like, one a mm, day.
1: Oh, yeah. You're mm. on it. You're on it. Mm. Chemical. It makes
2: it. Dasani yes. and Diet Coke. Dasani and Diet Coke.
1: I'm a Celsius queen. We love Celsius.
0: <gasps> so is
2: Brett. Or Brad. You could call him Brad. It Brad. <laughs> Brad loves Celsius, too.
0: I tried hers today, I and that. I thought it was too sweet. I love it. I love I'm like very. Celsius. I don't what like it. It's the wild berry. This one is the wild berry. It's too sweet. It's so
2: good. Oh, yeah. gross. So I'm not good. a fan of like sweet drinks.
0: Me either. <laughs> I like black coffee and I'm, oh. a sm- I'm a smart water queen.
2: Smart water. That's smart really water queen. so queen. Yeah, smart. Right. Yes.
0: Um, <laughs> thank you.
2: Um, I'm a huge fan. Brett and I are of Long Islands. But. We like to get it without the sweet and sour and it's so much better.
1: Really? I'll have to try this. Hmm. Because I love a little sweet and sour, but here we go. We're gonna try it. Really?
2: No, it's too Mm -hmm. sweet for me.
0: Tori likes like bloody Marys though, so you can't trust her. We love bloody Marys. Okay,
2: grandma. Okay, Grandma.
0: Any
1: time or day doesn't matter where we are. I'm sorry. I'm like, give me a bloody. I, I don't trust anyone bloody. that drinks ketchup. Salty, deliciousness. Thank you. Like, I don't trust you. Uh,
2: like, you eat it with like a shrimp and like a pickle.
1: Oh, give me all the olives. That does not give me all the things. Absolutely loaded up. That's a Load it- Thank meal. you. Yes. And it's in the morning. That's a repulsive. A yeah. I in the morning like you know how a lot of people like sweet sweet stuff in the morning. I am not that person. I'm like give me. A bloody mary
0: and then like you know no I benedict honestly you, i think it, people that drink bloody mary's that's like a red flag i'm a walking me. red flag yeah
2: so. huge red flag huge, <laughs> huge red flag uh,
0: okay
1: we obviously everyone listening today clearly knows you but we would love to get a little backstory on your upbringing give a little context to where everything started we love all the goods
2: Yeah, for sure. So, I'm born and raised in Orlando. So, I grew up here. I'm literally living, like, off the same exit where I was born, where I had my first kiss, like, everything. It's, like, so not, it's very traumatic. Like, I don't want to live on this exit anymore. And um, I I did move around a little bit with uh, Brett, and then we ended up moving back to Orlando. So, anyway, it brings back all the childhood memories I have a younger brother named Grant, and he has two little girls, so I'm an uncle. Oh. And I love, so I love being there with them. I love being close to my nan, my grandmother, who loves Bloody Marys, so.
1: Mm, we're queens. We'll make an exception You're for a her. Grandma's a queen.
2: <laughs> and, of course, since I'm from Orlando, I did work at Disney. So I was actually Peter Pan at oh. Disney for about two years. Love. That's yeah, amazing. Which was their super... One job and gig, but my head, as you could tell, is so fucking big. Like my head <laughs> is so big that my mom had to have a C-section. I literally don't fit in hats that are one size fits all. Like you it's have to get like size size a fits fits custom
0: Peter Pan hat.
2: No, literally I I ended up leaving because the wig was like so tight on my big ass head.
0: Oh That's my god. So Wait, you we had, love this wig. Ready. What does Peter Pan's hair look like? I know, I'm like hey, uh, red. Like, mm, okay.
2: okay. So no matter um which um character you are everyone has like has to look the same so hair's got to look the same it's got to look so even if I was um or had red hair you'd still have to wear the wig I
0: feel like your persona makes so much more sense now knowing that you have a Disney background because Uh, your presence is like that Disney magic though you know what I mean like how some people just kind of like radiate that like Like, they just, you're happy Happy. to be in their presence. That's, like, the Disney energy. So, like, that makes sense. I could totally see you working for Disney. Absolutely.
2: Thanks. And it (laughs) went from uh, making magic to wiping
0: asses. That's magic, baby. That's magic. That's magic magic in itself.
2: (laughs) Oh, that was definitely the transition. My favorite part about working at Disney was interacting with all the Make-A-Wish kids and families, which was, like, so special. But one thing I hated about working at Disney is all the kids and all the strollers and the whiny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You, you get so, you go, Ooh, it's like Peds 101. So like, yeah. did that make you
0: not want to be a Peds nurse?
2: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. So that was what I learned at Disney is I don't want to do pediatrics. And and I haven't. I've mostly stuck with uh, adult trauma. But I've worked at level one trauma centers uh, around the country Um, I love the sound of an ambulance. I love the adrenaline uh, adrenaline rush. But I really started in healthcare as a patient transporter. So I started out as a patient transporter when I was 18 years old. So I've been in healthcare now for like 12 years. Um, and then I kind of worked my way up. I worked in surgery um, as a surgical assistant, not as a surgery tech, which like hands all the instruments to the surgeon. I was like cleaning up and mopping the rooms. Like God, well, after still- the 12 hour spinal <laughs> procedures, I was like cleaning up all the bones and blood and, you know, sterilizing the rooms. And then still I better than wiping ass. <laughs> <laughs> still better. Way better. Still <laughs> better and then I became a patient care tech then I became Peter Pan and then I um became a nurse so that's kind of like my transition
0: so funny I like how it's like worked my way up was Peter Pan and then a nurse <laughs> <laughs> a little Peter Pan right. <laughs>
1: what is something that about yourself that most people don't know what's something that
2: uh, that I was Peter Pan. Um, it was probably something that people don't know. You know, I, I've been doing social media for about five years now. So it started oh out. Oh my God. My, I feel like
1: it's longer. Wow. Yeah.
2: Just five years. Uh, last month was uh, when I came out with the scrub romper video. <laughs> I remember dancing that. around in the, the romper, the onesie. And... Um, A lot of people don't know the reason why I started that was because I was coming home from work, working in the ICU one day and I had my very first panic attack and it was so bad and my mental health was not um, in a good state at the time that I thought that I couldn't handle nursing, like nursing wasn't for me. And I realized I needed an outlet to connect with other nurses. I had moved to Texas from South Carolina, so I didn't have like a core group of friends. So I just... Posted this video of me dancing in a scrub onesie online, and what turned out to just be a funny video uh turned into a lot more. You know, not only for me, but people that watch that video, because I would get so many people messages from people that were like, "You know, I'm. It's been a shitty semester, but I watched your video and it made us laugh. And now our professor shows it in class, or I was sharing it in the break room with all the other nurses. So. Um, what started out as something stupid, yeah. you know, has helped me and helped me realize that I'm not alone in this profession, helped me connect with a lot of other nurses from around the world. And so I think a lot of people, you know, don't know that I suffer from anxiety, depression. Um, mm. So I take my Lexapro and Wellbutrin. Oh, I
0: love that. I'm allergic to Wellbutrin. I'm pissed. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause that's like a good one too. Damn. It. I got <laughs> I got broke out in hives.
2: I've been on all of them. So and I also take uh, I get nervous when I speak in public, so I typically take a um propranolol.
0: Oh, oh my um, brother-in-law does did that for his wedding because he was so nervous about getting his Funny. speech. He's like in med school now and it makes me like laugh cuz he was like so nervous. Yeah, I get nervous. I think it's so interesting how some of the most like charismatic people though mm-hmm. that especially like have such a big platform Get actually like behind the scenes, and that people don't realize like how nervous it actually gives you, or like how much anxiety. I get
2: so nervous. Like, my favorite thing to do is be on stage and like make people laugh and laugh with people, but it is one of the most nerve wracking things I do. But I think it's all about like challenging yourself. Like, some things people fear, they Mm -hmm. end up not doing it, but then missing out on so many opportunities. And I'm so glad I was able to kind of like break that wall and kind of learn to not run from my anxiety, but to instead like live with it and have it work for me on stage. You know, knowing that I suffer from anxiety or panic attacks, I always plan on what happens if that happened on stage it's okay my show's not scripted I just work with the audience and I have cues where if I do feel panicky I I go to a certain place with the crowd and I connect with someone in the audience that no one would know I was you know having an anxious moment but um so yeah I think over the years I've learned to to live with it and it empowers me which I think
0: is so amazing because in general like you decided to just post that funny video because you needed an outlet and then now it brought together this entire community, community of nurses like we never really huge. had a a place to all like right. we'd get mimosas after our shift and you'd connect with your with your people uh, right. but we never had that touch with like nurses all over the country being able to come together and you kind of like gave us that platform and that yeah. connection to each other
2: No, thank you. You know, I've just have the platform. It wouldn't be anything without, you know, my awesome followers, but it's so cool that whenever I post a video, I always read the comments and it's so cool that nurses from the Philippines or Canada or Australia are laughing at the same joke as a nurse in Nashville, Tennessee, because apparently we're short bladder <laughs> scanners yep, all over the fucking world a on.
0: universal experience <laughs> absolutely
2: but no i think a lot of nurses you can feel alone and it, it's it's nursing is not easy it's very challenging especially over the past couple of years and it, it's always good to know that no you're not alone there's like 20 million nurses how has it
1: been world. you know you're building this amazing community like how do you feel over the past i can't believe it's only been five years but Can you dig into a little bit of that and like how, you know, building this has felt and, you know, what's it like in your perspective in your shoes?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I, (laughs) it's always very nerve wracking posting a video because I know when I post a video, it's going to go out to the whole world. Um, And I always have my content viewed by a lot of other people i edit my content i look at it numerous times before it goes out because i know that it could be seen by a nurse uh, a nursing student a director at a hospital a patient a patient family member you know so i always want to make sure that i am portraying nursing in a, in a positive light but yeah. still in a funny way um, which is why none of my content is geared towards you know patients it's more geared towards nurses like Mm -hmm. ourselves because I would never want to you know put that out you know even though we have so many stories right about (laughs) patients and their families like i can make i could get a hundred million views on some videos but but to me that's not worth it you know at the end of the day because even though i do comedy um i'm also a licensed professional so so how do i balance both without you know um it's
1: a it's a delicate balance you know a delicate you know it's right
0: yeah right, it's,
2: right. But I, it definitely is yeah. so that's that's a lot of pressure but i've learned to kind of
0: right. overcome No, but i think too. that says a lot that you've been able to build the community and the following on humor that's relatable. funny relatable but it's not ever targeting anyone and that that's like i respect that <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, I definitely make fun of, you know, nurses and nursing. I make fun of directors. I, people are like, who, where are your videos inspired from? I'm like, from right. the people <laughs> I work with. So I'm making from fun life. of my coworkers. <laughs> um, it's like real life, but it's all more fun. No, but I think we
0: all like to laugh at ourselves you know, a little funny. bit when you do kind of pieces on the ICU versus PEDS versus yeah, ER, like, like Everyone has their own personality. All, and they're, yeah, yeah, we they're all corks. find that stuff funny because we can all laugh at ourselves a little bit. Yeah.
2: You know, nurses, we have the most. Inappropriate, dark, humor, dark. I would say, you know, we—it's very, yeah. very dark. <laughs> it's like really, <laughs> very dark. Um, but it's all funny, you know. We all—we all need to laugh uh, during our shift or after a yeah. shift. Or I'm
1: really shift. curious about this. Going back to like your Disney days and sort of pulling forward what you're doing today. Were you always just really naturally drawn to, you know, production and all these things? Like you were. What I think is really interesting about you is you're so strategic and you're so good in terms of content creation and, and your partnerships and like creating nurse con and all these things. Like, where did this come from?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know. I started a, my, a little business when I was in third grade. I was like yes. pulling weeds and like walking dogs and clean up dog shit. You know, it was like <laughs> yes. enterprises, you know, it was painting, like- mailboxes. <laughs> it was painting mailboxes and stuff. No, you know, ever since I was in nursing school, I was attending a lot of nursing conferences and I just realized like, they all suck. Mm -hmm. Like they're all boring. They are so expensive, no matter which conference it is, it's all the same. You know, there's nothing special or unique about them. And they more cater to their their vendors, their sponsors, yes. than they do the nurses at the end of the day. These nursing organizations care more about the hospital than the, than the staff nurses. So I knew I wanted to shake things up in nursing. It hasn't been easy, you know, creating NurseCon at yeah. C and NurseCon and doing the different projects I'm working on. Um, but I obviously couldn't do it without the, my awesome followers and supporters. I couldn't do it without my awesome husband, Brett, because he manages all the, the website business stuff. So I'm able to, you know, have fun and be the creative one. And, you know, Brett is able to, you know, work with me full time and, and focus on, That's on incredible. the business and stuff. But I think it all just comes from from my passion of wanting to give nurses a better experience.
0: Which I feel like this year... We've really seen you move a lot into the advocacy side of nursing, aside from just all the content that you help kind of like you help us de stress, you mm-hmm. help us unload, you laugh, you give us something to relate to. But then, you know, you were out there talking about the safe staffing and everything this year, and just really helping put a big face and voice to our issues as mm-hmm. a collective community. And I was super excited to see the noise generated from that by you.
2: Yeah. I think I talk about this in my show in a way that we're all able to laugh about safe staffing and we poke front of the joint commission and hospital executives, but um, you know, I love humor. I love comedy, but I really enjoy advocacy a little more, you know, because I think that's just as important as a laugh as, you know, really sticking up for each other, sticking up for our profession, but also mm-hmm. sticking up for yeah. our patients because safe staffing no, isn't it's about not. us. It's so about the it's patients not. at the end of the day. And everyone wants to throw out evidence-based, but right. only mm-hmm. when it's convenient, only right. when it doesn't right. mess right. with the budget, you know, and it's bullshit. So, so I am, I, I, I love advocacy and I love, you know, pointing things out and, and hoping for change. I know safe staffing is one of the biggest problems in healthcare today, um, I know it's going to take a lot of time to change. I, I see it like changing in like five to 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, federal mandates and state mandates happening just like in California for safe staffing. But a lot of people think change happens overnight and it doesn't. It takes a lot of time, but you have to be persistent and, and passionate about it. Um, so whenever I can, I love to throw an advocacy into into my content.
0: Okay. So one of my favorite things that you ever post about though is like Nurses Week, when you do all the stories about the like (laughs) shitty hospital rocks and the banana or here's lifesavers take one and everything and like they're all real like nurse submissions from real people and then like you highlight it so we actually get to see from all over the country what what is being done but do you ever get any like pushback like do you ever get like a salty kind of manager Mm. messaging being like that's not fair like Because you're you're just reposting and you're kind of just the voice for all of us and you're giving us all like a good laugh. But I just wonder sometimes on on the back end do you ever catch any like grief (laughs) for posting that stuff? Okay, before we get in that exciting News. Get your ritual on. We are so thrilled to partner with ritual as we've been using these products for over a year now. Tori turned them on me onto them about a year ago mm-hmm. and I got my first order. Never looked back. Absolutely. Only vitamins I will take.
1: Ritual is born on the belief that better health begins with better ingredients. Ritual sources essential nutrients straight from the supplier to combine clean and
0: absorbable ingredients at a fair price offered direct to consumer. Here is why we love ritual. Their scientists sifted through thousands of independent research studies to determine what nutrients they want to include in their products. And keeping with their brand's rejection of pseudoscience and their commitment to transparency, they've made those key research studies available on their website.
1: They are all about a food first approach to nutrient intake and believe a multivitamin should only help fill the gaps in your diet. That's why you'll only find nine nutrients in their essential for women, 10 in the essential for men, and 12 in their essential for prenatal. They really nix the extras, especially the mystery ingredients in
0: other shady additives found in other vitamins. They are all non-GMO. They're vegan delayed release capsules that help deliver nutrients to the small intestines, which is ideal for absorption. It also means you can take the vitamins on an empty stomach which I do. Mm -hmm. And I love that because Mm -hmm. I never eat breakfast. Same. (laughs) It's also their website. So easy to use, easy to start, easy to cancel free shipping. You can control your delivery date and change your delivery date free and easy cancellation, 30 day money back guarantee. Mm. Chef's kiss. User-friendly.
1: Healthy habits start here. Head over to Ritual.com and use code SELFIE-AMB, that's C-E-L-L-F-I-E-DASH-A-M-B, and get 15% off of your first order. Again, that's Ritual.com, code SELFIE, cellfie amb and get 15% off that first order, you guys. Love that for all of us. Love that for us.
0: We love a hydrated queen. Let's get it stay hydrated. It is summer. Drink your water, people. And (laughs) if you're not drinking out of a hydro drug, what are you doing with your life? Because they hold a half gallon of water. Mm -hmm. They are the best insulated water bottle on the market. They have a leak-proof seal, three options, glass, stainless steel, or BPA-free, a wide mouth opening so you can add ice, fruit, whatever you need. And then the handle makes it easy to carry around your work, the gym, wherever. Not to mention they have
1: 40 different color combinations and patterns. They are fashionable and eco-friendly. You have the cute sleeves that can make it even cuter when you're carrying it into work. This is just really great for all of our healthcare providers out there and to stay hydrated on those long shifts. Especially shift workers who don't have time to keep refilling. Absolutely. Get and you your water in. Head over to thehydrodog.com and use code SELFIE, C-E-L-L-F-I-E, to get 10% off of your order today. Again, head over to thehydrodog.com, use code SELFIE, C-E-L-L-F-I-E, and get 10% off and get hydrated. We love that for you. Do it. <laughs> Back to the show.
2: I do it's not a lot like whenever i do like a segment i'll get like one message you know from from someone typically a manager or director and you know what i could tell the difference from the good managers mm-hmm. and the bad managers because yeah. the good managers are like oh my gosh that is so crazy you know that nurses don't deserve that like i do i do this and this and this for my staff nurses right. but the ones that i know are the bad managers are the ones that you know Try, try to why are you highlighting all these bad things like i would love to get a, a five dollar gift card to the mm-hmm. expired gift card to <laughs> really? you know booger king <laughs> no you wouldn't no you wouldn't but it's probably because they gave a f- expired five dollar gift card to oh absolutely. King. you know what i right. mean so i could definitely tell th- the difference between you know good directors and management and bad ones when it comes to the ones that comment me but it's really not a lot i don't I don't get, I'm so lucky to have a super positive community, um, and platform, uh, really lucky and thankful for that. So thank you to everyone that follows me. So it's not, it doesn't get negative that much.
0: No, my coworkers and I will sit, I remember like a, couple years ago when you first started posting the nurses week stuff we were sitting on our shift just going through and showing each other like oh my god look at this rock they literally (laughs) got a rock like and that was I think that's the most infamous (laughs)
1: moment that you posted like everybody knows the the rock rock. moment I know and
2: I love um uh, lightly calling out the hospitals by not really blurring out their name
0: yeah no that's I live for that that's the level of petty that I just I love that shit (laughs) But I think actually my coworkers submitted one a couple years ago. The hospital we work out gave us a nail file.
2: Oh my God. I remember that. That was like two years ago. Funny. Two years ago.
0: It was a mini it was a mini nail file and I was like, is that just like a file your nails joint commissions coming around like but it got <laughs> reposted, and I was like, God, I want to know who did that here. Like,
2: I remember I get a lot of messages like that. Like, that's my hospital, and that those messages cracked me up. Or yeah, they're like, I want to know who submitted it. I'm like, I'm not yeah. telling you because I keep that anonymous. Yeah. I'm... Secret
0: safe with nurse Blake (laughs) black book
2: always safe always Always. safe.
1: in terms of production and everything so you're doing you're doing all these amazing things you're writing you just you're an author now you wrote this amazing book you're doing Ah. like all these things and I'm curious for you who is someone in your life that you see as like a mentor or like who is someone influential in your life that's sort of supporting you through this and like who's the most important person and why are they like that to you?
2: that's a heavy question that's a big loaded question obviously Tori loves those it's definitely uh <laughs> Brad, Brett, my grandmother <laughs> um but I, I do have to say yeah Brad uh Brett and my grandmother but when it comes to like someone I really look up to uh, I don't know if you guys watch drag race but RuPaul
0: RuPaul, yes, yes. I love RuPaul
2: uh, and what I love about him is he lifts up other drag queens like he it's there for them and supports them to where it's not about him. It's about you know bringing exposure and light to, to other drag queens in the community. So that's someone I really, I really look up to because I feel like you know when you get a pl- a platform or a following, it becomes really competitive for some reason. Like you're more care to you care more about the followers. Uh, But I've always been more, I care more about the quality of my followers and engagement than I do about the number. I know when I started, it was so cool to see that number grow, but now I don't really, I have such a great community. Like if more people want to join, that's great and awesome, but it's not something I, I chase. Right. you know anymore but I think a lot of that comes from you know RuPaul I just think his he's so inspiring his story's so inspiring and what he does you know definitely inspires me I want to look that good when I'm his age oh my uh, god
0: I have to say like I grew up in the 90s so he's always been like just he's, iconic ugh. to me growing 90s. up in the 90s like the 90s Stunning. were a better time the 90s Stunning. was the time to be alive <laughs> but yes I am
1: I want to know though what's your play- favorite platform in terms of content creation, like what's your favorite?
2: Mm. Uh, my, so I'm really, I love TikTok. I think it's so new and so fun. It's so easy to create content on TikTok. Um, my biggest is Facebook so and that was my start. So I definitely love Facebook. Um, it, it's easy for me to like respond to message, like comments on Facebook, which I love. Yeah. Instagram, I'm more tied to direct messages. So when people send me direct messages, that's where I get the pictures for category is. Um, and TikTok's just an easy platform to make content. So definitely TikTok right now. Not LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I know. God. <laughs> they're so trying
0: stupid. too. They're trying. But you're like, they're, tra-
2: they're so trying. I didn't realize
0: they're- LinkedIn turned into like a Facebook where people like it post articles so and comments. And I was yeah. like, what's happening here?
2: It's so bad it's weird it's so bad. I, I feel like the people that are on LinkedIn and I'm on LinkedIn okay but I feel like they <laughs> like they like to drink like Bloody Marys and
0: stuff yes they're for sure Bloody Mary attacked, drinkers attacked. <laughs> we
1: are self-aware queens over here <laughs> I'm curious about this too um from a comedy standpoint Uh, how, this seems like it's so natural to you. Was this something that you've always like known that you wanted to get into? Comedy is like its own thing. Like, how has that been for you, the journey? What is that
2: like? No, I had no idea I would ever get into comedy. I I had no idea I would ever, you know, write a book or these other things that I'm doing. And that's what I tell nurses, like, keep your heart and your mind open to so many new opportunities because nursing could take you on a crazy journey. And when people are so focused on, you know, what they're doing next, what their next degree is, or what job they want to have in 20 years, you miss out on so many cool opportunities. And when people ask me, like, where do you see yourself in a year? I'm like, I have no idea, but I love it. And that's what's so exciting. Because looking back, I never would have thought when I got into nursing school or graduated from nursing school that I would be doing a nursing comedy show, you know, around the world. Um, So it's really cool. So keep your heart and mind open as you explore different avenues in nursing. Um shit, what was your question? Just more oh, like comedy. comedy. It's a natural. So, yeah, it's, it's so yeah. you know nurses, I think we have such great humor, but there's never been like a comedian that focuses on nursing or yes. on healthcare. So I needed humor in my life, that's why I started creating videos, and I realized that other nurses need humor and we need a comedian that focuses on nursing humor, healthcare humor. And if you, if you know that there needs to be something, but no one's doing it, then you be better be the one to do it or no one else is going to do it. So that's right. what inspires me too. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. Like, I think it would be so cool. And I started out just doing small little shows. Like I did five at like nursing schools and then I did 10 shows and those sold out. Then I did like 55 and they all sold out. So it's definitely grown steadily over time. Um but I spend a lot of time in my show. My show runs about 90 minutes. It's just wow. me up there. It's not so much stand up where it's like comedy that people think of stand up just me with a microphone. I dance, I have videos, music, I do skits, so it's very involved. It's a lot of work, but I love it. Yeah. So I sweat my ass off. Um but I work with comedians, local comedians here that help me with my with my content, that's what I'm help. Yeah, like I was gonna say, what is the creative
0: that. process for yeah. like even What's creating that,
2: like? that show? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So my my show starts with when I was born and when I grow up, and then to where I am now. So I have all these stories I want to tell, and it's I break it up into three parts, and that's what keeps me on track since it's not scripted. So growing up, nursing school, and then nursing. So part one, part two, part three. I write about two or three stories for each, funny, real stories that have happened in my life. And, you know, when I tell the story, I tell the story in like 30 seconds or a minute. But the comedians help me make it a five, 10-minute story. They help me slow down and focus on words and get in more detail and depth. Uh, Because, and and find the jokes, you know, where could I really land and stick the jokes? Because I don't know comedy. And I think. It's a craft.
1: It is. It's a total craft. Yeah.
2: Comedy is is so, it's, it's so fun. But it has shown me to respect comedians and respect you know people in the entertainment industry because we just think it's easy right like actors it's easy it's oh, e- no, easy no it's so easy. difficult and it's so challenging and it's definitely opened my eyes to that world but I, I'm learning a lot about comedy and myself you know through the show um, which is a lot of fun each and every time I perform I, I share a little bit more about myself so um, it's definitely fun and now I just go with the flow like like I said I don't have a script Every audience is different. Every venue is different. So they're all different every time I walk on stage. So so I enjoy that, and that keeps me going. This year I have a lot of back to back shows, so I'm doing like two in one night. Oh, I know I'm gonna wow. lose my voice. Ooh, so honey, hot tea, Ooh, yeah. lemon. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: It's gonna be a lot. Oh my
0: gosh. You're gonna be like between shows, like I have to preserve, like the singer, yeah. preserve <laughs> my totally. voice. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No, I know you're gonna be out in California, so Tori and I need to check. I know. I, we know. Know. Yeah. I know. I think I I'll saw get you guys like, I think I saw Riverside on your oh, calendar. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was Ooh, like, yeah.
2: I'll get you guys. You want yes. backstage passes? Yes. Oh, oh
0: my god, to. can we meet the comedian? Absolutely. To. <laughs> for um, sure. What is like your creative process like for creating your videos for just like Facebook and Instagram yeah. and TikTok and all that? Like, Good. are you just like in the grocery store? Like, I have an idea. <laughs> stop what I'm doing like
2: sometimes I do but I have this whole note section in my iPhone where if I lost it I would be die. So die I better back that shit it's up it's your blood it's like hundreds of pages of ideas and sometimes at night I come up with an idea and I just write it down but I have to be in the mood to create a video so I never put pressure on myself to create content I don't put pressure on myself to release stuff on a certain day like people have tried to get me to stick to a schedule and I'm like no mm. I do it whenever I'm feeling it when I'm, I'm feeling a free, the vibe I'm free bird So some weeks I have like five videos, some I have one video. So I just, I pick a video idea. That's really funny to me that day that I have my notes pad and I, and I do it. So people that do want to create content, you know, be yourself really, you know, if you, if you're yourself and you're having fun, people are going to follow the moment it turns into a job,
1: it's Mm -hmm. not fun
2: for you anymore. And it's not fun for your followers. So have fun. And I've always said like every project I'm doing or working on, I want to have fun, like with the children's book, like if I was going to take that on, which has been a three year project, I want to have fun doing it. And yeah, it, was absolutely. That, it was so much, fun. I love seeing people, you know, get the book and read it to their kids and, and take pictures with it. So
0: yes. Can we yeah, talk about that? Projects. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like, I want to Yeah, tell everyone what it's about, what it's called.
2: So the book is I Want to Be a Nurse When I Grow Up. Um, It's going to be a series. So we're already working on book number two. But it's about little nurse Blake. Um, He, you know, growing up, he's watching this TV show. And we all know nursing TV shows, they're never accurate. They're always wrong.
0: Yeah, Grey's Anatomy doesn't even have nurses work in the entire
2: hospital. (laughs) (laughs) They're like on season 98 or something. And
0: I've I've seen a nurse season one when Alex Karev got an STD from a nurse. And then that's the last time nurse has been mentioned in the entire show. And we we had STDs. That was our contribution was an STD. (laughs) Literally, that's the only nursing contribution Grey's Anatomy has ever had.
2: It's like they they make Grey's Anatomy a full coat and it needs to be a DNR. Just let it go. We're done. We're done. We're let moving on. We're moving go. on. It's been on okay. life support.
0: But yeah, let I'm like, oh my go, God, really. I would love if a surgeon came to ambulate my patient and draw my labs and then take <laughs> I, them like, down and then transport them down to MRI for me. That is full service, surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you very No, it
2: would be so nice. Like, it'd be so nice like the TV shows. So young nurse Blake or young Blake is so excited to be in healthcare and when his teacher announces they're taking him on a field trip to the hospital. He gets so excited and he meets this really awesome nurse that tells him what to do. You know, when, uh, he sees a patient or someone hurt, he remembers that, but then he goes on the unit and sees all these other nurses, nurses that are cleaning, you know, have it hold a stinky bag of poop or they're with a goopy wounds and it's like gross the and real smelly tea. or yeah. the, the real thing like a, a That's really how tired how I felt day of one of nursing
0: school. Yeah. When I cried, when I saw a right. bedpan,
2: <laughs> let me tell you I
0: cried I cried my first day of nursing school when a patient with a hip surgery needed the bedpan and I put it under there thinking she'd pee and she said come back in 10 minutes and I was like oh this is going to be bad and then I came back and it was like a Jurassic Ooh. Park size poop like oh, just a flowing. soft serve Ugh. giant and uh, I and I, I don't know how you do adults but like I didn't adults, know what to do with oh it God. like in skills lab we had skills lab we taught how to put a bedpan under a patient, but they never said what to do with it after. So I'm like, right, where Thank do I, you. where do I take this pile of shit, this <laughs> literal pile of shit? And I went up to my other student nurse friend, and I was like, I don't know, what do I do with this? She's like, flush it. And I was like, oh, oh. like. But <laughs> they I mean, don't tell you. That I, I cried. I cried the whole way home from nursing school, and was like, I don't think I could do this. And I've spent years trying to get into this, and now I'm crying. <sighs> They don't tell you. So <laughs> no,
2: don't. like they yeah. don't tell you the reality, but it's a part of the job. It's a part of, you know, taking care of people. But but Blake was like, This isn't like the T V, so his mm-hmm. dreams get crushed. Oh, and the next day on the playground, um, one of his friends gets hurt and he's like, Oh my gosh, I should help and then he realizes, you know, I can't help people. I do want to be a nurse. So mm-hmm. that's uh what the first book is about. But
1: I'm really curious. Okay, book writing. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about the process? Because I feel like it's so overwhelming, like daunting, like How did you start? What was the process like for you? Yeah, I'm like I am so yeah. (laughs) How did you do? It's like Zoloff, we trust.
2: Yeah. It's so hard in picking the age range and the the number of words per per book and how difficult can the words be per you know the the reading level and stuff. It's a lot. So I teamed up with someone who was also Peter Pan at Disney, uh, Timmy Bauer. I I went on to become a nurse and he went on to become an amazing best selling children's book author. So we came together. We've been friends. We're like, let's come out with the children's book. So luckily, he was able to help guide me as we were writing the story i'm a horrible i can't draw i'm like horrible at art so luckily (laughs) he is an awesome illustrator so i was able to coach him on like what i was looking for and he was able to make that dream happen and bring the dream to life but we've been working on this book for three years no publishing house wanted to pick it up so we were planning to self-publish like people are like no one's going to read this book you've never written a book before like and we're like please pick up the book please you know pick up the book give us a chance and then postal press decided to pick it up and now it's been like a number one bestseller on amazon and burns and noble so uh, so you know throughout life people are going to tell you no you can't do things but you have to just do it. Like you have to just do it and don't, don't be scared of it. And now people love it. And I love people reading it. And what I think is so special is that I could do a comedy show for adults and say, fuck, you know, Mm -hmm. but then those same people can go out and buy the Nurse Blake children's book and bring that home to their family, read it to their kids. And that's, that's what I absolutely love uh, about having the book. And, Having it in someone's home, you know, I was signing books uh, that were sold on Barnes & Noble and they were sold out, but I was signing all the ones still to ship them out. And I'm like, this book is going to a home. That's like, so that's cool. so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be in a home. Like, someone's going to read it to their kid. So that was super special uh, to me.
0: I mean, so many of our friends, our nurse friends, our parents, mm-hmm. and I think that's so cool for right. them to, you know, like, ha- understand, like, this is what mommy or daddy does. Yeah. Like, that's super that's cool.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm really curious about this because
1: you have become just I, like this huge mon- monumental person. And I like to me, it's like so overwhelming to think about all the things you're doing. Like how do you face these challenges? Like you, I mean, I can't imagine the amount of things that you're balancing. Like how do you do it all? How do you like what tools you use or people or like how do you do this Yeah
2: so I you know have a really tight core group of friends that you know support me in everything they do you know I'm not the best at answering text messages or you know being able to, because I'm traveling so much or I'm right. busy so many, they have a really core group of friends that really understand my life and my schedule now, but you have to surround yourself with people you trust and people that are experts in their field. Like I knew I wanted to write a children's book, but I don't know where to start. So teaming up with my friend, Timmy, you know, I want to do a comedy show, but I don't know comedy. So reaching out to the top comedians locally here in Orlando and working with them. You know, when I did Facebook videos, I worked with someone at Facebook, you know, that was able to help guide me and how to work uh, Facebook and keep me up to date on all the changes and what I need to do. So I can't know everything. I do not know everything. I am not perfect and I don't want to be perfect and I don't want to know everything, but if you surround people that are experts in their field, um, you'll be able to be successful and they're going to be able to help you create and bring your dream to life absolutely Which,
0: can we talk about you know, the, nurse con at C. yeah that's what i want yeah. to talk about like i was like one of the coolest things like you literally created nurse con at C. Oh that is and nurse
1: huge. Con in general yeah. I, I just this whole thing is absolutely amazing like how how did this well yeah where'd that idea even come like, from where did that come from
2: this came from nursing school you know i was going to these nursing conferences and they were awful and then you would have to sign up 200 a year to be a part of an organization and still they don't give you free CNEs. And I'm like, why are nurses having to pay for CNEs? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to come out with an app where nurses can do all their CNEs for free. So if you do need CNEs, you could download the free NurseCon app and get all your CNEs for free. Like no bullshit. It's not like you just get one CNE for free, then you have to pay for the rest. Like it's all free. That's good because I'm doing um, So that was something that was <laughs> really important. That was something really important to me. And then I realized like through my comedy tour and show that nurses want to come together and nurses want to party and have fun yeah. and nursing conferences again suck. so i'm like what better way to bring nurses together than on a freaking cruise ship
1: absolutely
2: and absolutely. so we had our first one that just set sail uh, in april two months ago and it was you guys it was like edc on steroids yes. mixed with nursing education and nurses and i knew it was going to be awesome. Like I knew it was going to be incredible, but it was the people that made it epic because right when they got on the ship, they were ready to party. They were ready to do meet and greets. Like no one held back. Like everyone was at every event. Everyone participated in the theme nights. Everyone was so kind and loving. And what I think what's so cool about nurse NurseCon at sea is it's open to nurses and nursing students around the world. So we had international people there. We had nursing students there, awesome. you know, with, dancing on the dance floor with you know professors with deans of yes. nursing colleges oh, with directors at hospitals like no one cared what degree you had no one cared what you did in nursing we just all understood that we're all nurses like it was so inclusive and that's something that we can't plan like mm-hmm. we, we could put all these events together, right. but it's the people that make it same as a platform. It's the people that make it positive. And it was all the attendees that made it so positive and inclusive and just a great experience for everyone. Though also. Well, I
0: think it's amazing. Cause it's like, you had the first one and now you just released the dates for 2023 and you're doing two of them. Two doing two. Yeah, we're doing Whoa. two. That's nuts. Yeah. We are signing up. We're it coming. is really, really. We're coming. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You have. We, to we come. want to come like, to the, the Dominican to. Republic one. In We're going February. to February. Oh, yes, yes,
2: and will you do a podcast recording we live have we would to.
0: Love that would to. be
1: amazing. We would absolutely love. We would love to. We would absolutely love to. It would be so fun. Oh wait cool. I, so
2: you guys are down we're, did we're i also in. hear
1: that you have some drag queens on this amazing
0: crew yeah. yes
2: <laughs> you know what <laughs> we do we did drag brunch oh. and 2300 people came oh
0: yes did you have like the whole like auditorium to your guys like booked up
2: oh we have the whole show. oh the whole so, so there was no one whatever. else
0: that was on there other than nursing
2: yes oh, so that so we is uh, insane get the
0: those are ban- have, like, t- drag night. I want a whole drag night. Like let's just, I, I, oh my
1: god, this is amazing. As long as there's bloody marys. <laughs> no, no, bl- oh, ban the bloody uh, marys. Uh, ban uh,
2: mimosas. mimosas only. only. No, the the only complaint we had out of all of Nurse Kind of Teas we didn't have enough drag queens. Uh, so we're bringing like eight next year. Uh, we love this.
0: We <laughs> can never have enough drag queens. I mean, we're, no, never we enough. We are
2: bringing no. eight. We are, and everything's included. You know, um, uh, you know, price is obviously something that's important to me. So, you can reserve your room for ninety nine dollars down, and we offer monthly payment plans awesome. um, for people as well. So, so yeah, if it's something you're thinking about and you want to go to an awesome nursing conference, we have CNEs. So you could tell, like, this is education. Yeah, honestly, like, if you awesome. work at a hospital
0: that gives you education days, like I know Kaiser gives you education days. <laughs> so, if you're a Kaiser nurse, yep. use go your get education it. days your for this. No
2: literally yeah. it's CNE. Really? No, really? yeah no CNE. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's, it's it's a it was really cool and a lot of fun and i can't wait for for next year and for you guys to be uh going to the dominican with Hell me yes. you've never Absolutely. been have you no nope. i've
1: never that's never one of been the, yeah it's, places on my mm-hmm.
2: list still. so incredible it's beautiful we've also
1: been just it's wanting beautiful. to travel more in general so it's like the perfect excuse for us to travel
2: yeah Yay! Mm-hmm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And you should also come to the Philippines in December. Um, when in
0: December? Because I'm like literally not. <laughs> like, I will stalk you everywhere. I think it's,
2: <laughs> I think it's December 11th. Oh. Is that show okay. Philippines? And what what we can do is because I'm doing a show in Hawaii, Australia, and the Philippines, so they're all you're on bumping. the way. Yeah, it you're bumping it your way easy. Okay. It makes it easy. No, I have seen
0: pictures from that. the Philippines. It is gorgeous there.
2: It's i think it's It's underrated underrated. no it does
0: not like people don't realize like how stunningly beautiful like the beaches are and stuff there i've seen the pictures and i'm like damn and then the food like people
2: think they have to go to like um fiji or different yeah yeah, 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 no no and and the food like when
0: i worked at a i've worked at a couple different hospitals when i worked at one that had the filipino mafia there i was like did we say potluck? <laughs> I'm out. I'm oh like, you're going oh, to have to drag me ever. out. Like, you're going to have to pry this lumpy out of my dead cold hands. <laughs> because
2: I'm telling you. Like,
0: literally, no one can potluck like Filipino nurses. So.
2: The food is so delicious. They are the the backbone of the hospital. Potlucks, amazing. They are so funny. I can't wait to go down there. It's going to be pretty. No, it's my last show, and probably going to be the most crazy. Oh my gosh!
0: I feel like also like going to karaoke in the Philippines is like a bucket list item (laughs) because like (laughs) I yes. Why have we not thought uh, of this? Right, you need to you need to have a karaoke night while you're there because I swear they can sing. (laughs) They can sing.
2: That would be fun. Okay. Good, so idea. fun. good idea.
1: fun. I think we need some rapid fire. Let's oh use yes, some rapid fire. Yes. Okay, one word answers or sentence. Okay, you ready? Okay.
0: If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be?
2: Los Angeles. Ah!
0: Okay. Well, this we could make this happen. We're manifesting. Yes. What part of, okay, Los Angeles is huge and we have strong opinions about the yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. areas of Los Angeles. We- no. Okay. We-ho. Okay, I'm, a, I'm We're here for that. We're here for that. I Absolutely. like, well, okay, so growing up, my best friend's dad owned Rage. In, have you heard of Rage in Weho? It's on no. the corner of San Vicente and um, Santa Monica. And it's like a gay nightclub staple. It's since like, actually Lance Bass was trying to buy it forever. You want to hear a fun fact? My best friend, so I was a Backstreet Boy fan growing up, me and my best friend. So we we were Backstreet, like KTBSPA, if you know, you know. (laughs) And then, so Lance Bass wanted to buy the nightclub and her dad, who's like a Persian man from Iran, would be like, told his wife, he's like, oh no, remember? Like, Ashley likes Backstreet Boys. He didn't want to sell his liquor license there to like Lance Bass because oh of me God. and his daughter's like Cute. Backstreet Boy obsession as kids. But so yeah, I always grew up like when I not that I ever went there underage, but if I were love to everybody. have gone there, like I love like the WeHo and Pride is in WeHo this weekend, and I'm like so tempted to go on Sunday to WeHo Pride. But I have a I, go I have too. a 7am si- flight on Monday and I got invited to WeHo Pride.
2: I, I know I will be
0: oh, I will know. be drunk on the plane. Rally. She could rally. She could rally.
2: You like, have to sure. be at the airport at 5. Stay up. I know that's
0: I'm like literally I won't sleep if I end up going to Pr- WeHo Pride I, uh, we- uh, WeHo have you ever been there for Halloween?
2: No, is it am- I want to move. I'm moving. <laughs> WeHo <time>. Halloween.
0: <laughs> they shut down Santa Monica Boulevard. And it is okay, like, they shut it and you're walking right. the streets and everyone's like, oh, no one does so Halloween so better than the gays. Obviously. obviously. Duh. Like, duh. Right. So we,
2: <laughs> No one does anything better this than that. This is true. Uh, Cosign.
0: But WeHo Halloween is an uh, experience like no other. You have to. You have to move now. <sighs> We've yeah, done. settled. Done. I settled. Do. Done. I do. I okay, do. back to the rapid fire. Okay. We're like the most ADHD off topic humans <laughs> Not on. Gonna Earth. Be it to I have excite. no idea how we even have a podcast half the time because mm. we're like, tangent, here's, yeah, here's yeah, our tangent. list of questions, and then here's where the show actually goes.
2: <laughs> it's just <Funny>. it's <laughs> absurd. I love that. Um okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so
0: if you could have coffee with any historical figure, who would you choose?
2: Oh, historical figure. That's a really oh my god, Joan Rivers. Oh my god. Best in peace. Yes, icon. That. Absolutely. Icon.
0: Okay. Queen. Okay. Oh my god. Gosh, I I, I miss her on E with the fashion, like just oh, yes, fashion yes. It's not the same without it's not, her. No. So it's not the same. That that, that, same. that died when Joan kid. Rivers died. Mm, I
2: know. Yes, it did.
1: Um, I know. favorite cuss word?
2: Oh, fuck. Probably fuck. <laughs>
0: Probably, <laughs> I, I kind <laughs> of I <ask laughs> a little bit. What's <laughs> your favorite cuss <laughs> word?
2: <laughs> I say bitch <laughs> a lot. I say okay, bitch. Okay. A bitch.
0: Bitch. bitch. <laughs> Biggest flex.
2: Uh my husband's six foot seven, so you know what that means? Yes,
0: I do. I'm yes, on. I do. You know what okay, you Wait, honey. six
2: foot seven? Yes. Wait,
1: can I ask really quick? So I how do you guys meet? I have to interject
2: on grinder. Yes. In I love you yes, so much. Yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with grinder. Best swipe ever.
2: <laughs> we were we were um grinders like the original like dating app.
0: How far away were you on grinder? Because my favorite thing about grinder will be like this person is five hundred and twelve feet away, and they're like <laughs> They'll be like, this person is 75 feet away and you're like looking around the restaurant like, where are they? Where are they? (laughs)
2: I, I had a drive for okay, it. Okay I, had a drive. okay. I was like 12 miles away. Okay. And I drove okay. For it.
0: 12 miles isn't bad, but I like, I love that grinders like so specific. Like, I've been like, because I is. always go on my friend's phone and be like, give me that grinder. Like, this is the best. I'm obsessed. And I'm like, we were at this gay bar and it was like, how many people were literally like 10 feet away? And I'm like, where right are these people? Like, let me go walk around with your phone and be like, I'm going to find you. So <laughs> I funny. love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's your favorite cocktail?
2: Oh, it can, can that be uh, my Long Island uh, stand? sweet okay. and sour no sweet okay. and sour
0: if you were on death row what would your last meal be
2: mm, i just thought about it. i would I'd do waffles Ooh. waffles i love waffles any, I okay love but how do you dress any waffles? yeah
1: what are your toppings what are you getting with that
2: basic i'm i'm butter and yes. syrup okay i don't don't put berries don't put or berries cream. yeah mm-hmm. and you don't
0: need like berries like in your waffles no. or pancakes what about chicken and waffles think... mm, no okay. Too, okay. no
2: too much they're trying to do too much trying to do too much
0: but what's your butter ratio? Uh,
2: it's a lot of butter. It's, it's like, it's like 20% of the waffle.
0: Okay. okay. I like an what's uncomfortable that? amount of like, I want enough butter that it's making whoever's watching me eat it uncomfortable.
2: So have you ever gotten butter for bread, like at a restaurant, but it's cold and you can't, Yeah, and it
0: won't spread. Yeah. Devastating. So,
2: this is what you do. You have to sit on it, like put it under your thigh. <laughs> you you well, literally I have a put lot of thigh. And then, just five right minutes, that shit is coming out like like water.
0: Follow Nurse Blake for more cooking tips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, biggest pet peeve?
2: Oh my gosh, <laughs> people that chew with their mouth open! I cannot, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. I don't
0: like fork biters either. Oh like my gosh, utensil, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh no my one no. kills
0: me. A oh, life <laughs> motto.
2: Oh, my life motto, um, yes. have fun. It really is have fun. We're going to have fun at Nurse Con. You have fun. I mean, that's it. Everything okay. you should do should be fun. Like, if you're at a job that you're not having fun at, bye. Get another one. Because you deserve, you deserve to have fun. You deserve to have fun.
0: I think that's like a new concept to the nurses' world. We were always so like, live and die by. It is what it is. This is the way it's always been. And okay. now it's like right. this new generation, God bless them, are just like, peace, I'm out right
2: they're not putting up yeah, with it and i good they shouldn't well, i'm here for it yeah if you, i could work at amazon making six figures i have a nice break room i have a breaks so i get to bring my dog with me to work it's like absolutely Aww. like hello okay, we love you know this. yeah
1: what do you think i'm just curious like what do you think makes someone influential Because you're so good at it. But what do you think is like the secret sauce?
2: I think it's how they make other people feel. Like, it's like, so whenever I put out a video or I'm doing my comedy show or I'm training an educator to teach a C and E on Nurse Con at C, I say, what do you want the audience to feel? You know, what do you want them to feel? The first few words you say, what do you want them to feel halfway through your education, your CNE, and what do you what do you want them to leave with? I don't care what they learned. How did you make them feel? Because if you didn't make them feel anything, they're not going to remember. How do I want people to feel at one of our theme nights on Earth's Kind Sea? How do I want people to feel when they're at my comedy show or when they watch a video? So I think it's all about feeling. How do you make or how does one make others feel?
0: I like love that for all aspects of life beyond just what mm-hmm. you mentioned like okay taking care of our patients like yeah, how do you sure. make, make them, them feel? feel me when i was teaching nursing school like how do i make, make my students, students feel, feel. Thank like you you, you mm-hmm. in a relationship like mm-hmm. how do you make your partner feel like i just think that that advice is so like multi-dimensional it doesn't just apply yeah. to like one thing i actually really like that
2: absolutely oh my god i'm gonna get that tattooed
0: yes <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> it's cursed that's something pretty oh no one knows i have five tattoos Oh, okay. Fun fun Tattoo tour. Okay. What do you have? What yeah. do you have? Let's see. So I have my butterfly. And then um I Bretton. So I was hiking with Brett and I told him pilots are hot. And then he's like, oh my God, I'm gonna become a pilot. So literally in Houston, he got his pilot's license and we got bought That's a little plane.
1: So, oh my so god. I That's so I have cool.
2: our plane with our tail number. We don't have the plane anymore. I have that tattooed. When I was in Hawaii, our scuba instructor makes necklaces. And I lost mine, but I just had a picture of it. So that's on me. Stay curious. I have that on me. Where's that I, one? Out of uh, curiosity. <laughs> those, those are all on my left thigh. They're all on my left. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. I love a good thigh tattoo.
0: This girl in my gym a tattoo artist, but she's finishing her apprenticeship. So she's doing free tattoos. And I really wanted one from her. But she said, until I'm off apprenticeship, I can only do them on the legs. Uh, and I was like, listen, my, if you do a, like, thigh tattoo on me it is going to be so distorted the lines because these thighs are we we're not playing with these thighs <laughs> and i'm like it's not gonna look like you're gonna i'm do it and then i'm gonna stand up and it's gonna be a completely different tattoo oh, than God. it was sitting it's so that. i was like call me i was like call me when you can do other areas like i'm more of a rib <laughs> gal the most Averse painful uh, yeah the most painful spot oh, but i was like if we do it on the oh. legs it's gonna be all distorted oh God, it's gonna be a smiley heavy. face that turns into like a funny <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna get any more? Yeah,
2: you know, I, do, you when, I do want. I do want to get some more. I don't uh-huh. know what I'm gonna get yet, but yeah, it's, it's on the list. I just got I first tattoos.
1: One. I love tattoos. Yeah, I just got my first one on my wrist. Which one? Right here. Fun. I like
2: so light, I was gonna gray gray get night. more, but I just no one knows this. I haven't told like anyone. I just auditioned for a movie, a comedy movie. <gasps> oh, I'm probably no I'm probably not gonna get it. It's fine, but I'm like I should probably because of that because I I would love to be in a comedy movie. I probably. I don't want to have to cover up tattoos. So I'm going to get like, mm-hmm. build my thigh out, I think.
0: Okay. I well, that. so like I got this tattoo before nursing school or no, when I was in nursing school, and my mom was like livid because it's on I my wrist. On wrist. Yeah. And I was like, we're wear nurses, wear watches. Like I'll always right? have it covered at work. And yeah. then I became a NICU nurse and we had a bare elbow. Well, like, arm. <laughs> it was like, right. well, just oh, well, kidding. Well. Well. Oops. That plan <laughs> like did not work.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have, I would say like millennial Gen Z listeners here with a selfie. I'm really curious if you have like three tips, just some good life advice that you feel like you live by. Just some good things that, you feel like everyone could get the little value from?
2: Yeah, I would say ask questions, like stay curious. Like that's why I have that tattooed. Like ask questions. Like you should always, I think we're we're here on earth to grow as people. So we should always be doing and learning. So stay curious, um, meet and chat with everybody, especially if you're getting into healthcare, like don't be shy, like- Whenever you need help or there's an emergency, it's good to know you have people that you could count on and trust. So talk to people, like engage with others. And then I think back to my motto, have fun. Like even though nursing school sucks and it's hard and difficult, you have to find a way to make it fun. Nursing is hard and difficult, but, you know, I feel that every nurse, we have our own practice, you know, even though we're all registered nurses and we get paid by the hospitals, like it's our practice, right? It's like our license. I think Think that my nursing practice involves humor. So I bring that to my patients. I bring that to the floor. I bring that to, to myself and people I work with. So, so pick something that you love and try to integrate that into your practice. And that may make you realize that there's a lot more to nursing in your patients than updating whiteboards, you know, worrying about the policies or charting. Like whenever you get stressed or overwhelmed, sit with a patient. You know, even if it's too much. Of- take a seat. Hey, what's going on? Like, oh my god, like I just need a break. It's been such a crazy day, you know. And the patients are going to laugh and they're, you know, I think so many times nursing school scared us to think we need to be these these robots that are so professional that we can't connect with our patients, but the way we make our patients feel is a hell of a lot more important than the IV I'm going to insert or the medication I'm going to give. You know, it goes back to that like how do you want your patients to feel? Um and and that will make you or help you enjoy it a little more in the craziness. What are you most proud of? Hmm, that's a good question, and I think I'm 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 really proud of myself, and I I, I do have you to say be. that I am Thank like you. I I, okay. I really am. I think uh, I'm to the point in my life where I, I I do things and work on projects that I love, and I I love meeting other people, and I'm so. Lucky and happy to be able to have this platform where I can, you know, be in uh, the theater full of nurses like connecting and laughing our asses off together, knowing that you know over these past few years we've all gone through some of the darkest times in our lives and being able to do that, uh, I'm I'm super proud and happy and lucky and honored, you know, to be able to do that.
0: What's the biggest thing you want to like myth bust about
2: our profession? People don't know what nurses do, so they just think it's easy, or they just say it we're a hero. We're, we're more, right. we're, I mean, yep. we're like, there's a lot more to it than that, you know? So, I mean, I don't, I always got being a male in the profession, like, are you going to mm. go back and be a doctor? Like, absolutely not because they are both Ever. very different and that's not the path I want to take. Um, mm. So I think that's a big, the perception that nursing is only a stepping stone or, you know, the fact that now being a staff nurse it is something that you just do momentarily. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is that? Like you're a professional degree. Like you want to be able to love being at the bedside. It shouldn't, you know, hurt you physically or emotionally or mentally, but it is because nurses are having to do so much, but being at the bedside with patients is one of the most important roles, you know, in yeah. nursing. Mm-hmm. And agree. it shouldn't be like, what's next for you? You know, yeah. but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. we're still so burnt Thank out you. at the
0: bedside, we have I to know. go do all
2: these other things right. when, you know, so I think that's, that's pretty unfortunate. And I hope that's something that, you know, changes over time too. Well, you, maybe you with should be your, able to your advocacy... from bedside, you know, well, well yeah we'll and
1: maybe <laughs> like hopefully we see in our time patient ratios become a mandated thing and yes. maybe people will start
0: being able to last and yeah i think that's a huge well i think we had it. our eyes open because we're California born and raised nurses we're spoiled so we're We're not spoiled we're what should we're, be the standard absolutely yes like patients we, aren't yeah, any sure. sicker in california than they are elsewhere in the country like it's all like so it's why is like okay in california it's unsafe to have more than two icu patients but in other states like no yeah, it yeah. should be a national absolutely. standard but right I, I don't think until we really yeah. started taking a bigger role in social media and then starting this podcast and really actually getting to talk and hear yes. from so many nurses. I was shocked Appalled. by yeah. how people I'm like, wait, yeah. your your ratios are what? Mm-hmm. Your staffing is like Florida's what? Stuck. You you don't Florida's have yeah. You guys don't it's have insane. break nurses? What? Insane. Like you it's guys
2: Florida you're worse and it's the lowest paying. Like it's awful. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just it was very eye-opening yeah. to me Yeah. once I got into this space to realize like wow, It is so Mm -hmm. different. It's same degree, same NCLEX, and how different it is across the country. It's wild to me. Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's so important that that you guys recognize that, and you're also like sticking up, you know, for those nurses that that do have wild ratios. You know, we all have to stick up for each other. Yep. um in this yep. profession and i feel like it's going to change because the younger yeah. generation of nurses they're not taking it and right now it's just not sustainable so well
0: so the, it'll change everyone traveling is not sustainable yeah. like,
2: thank you that's not sustainable And these hospitals, like, these hospitals have fucked themselves so royally like it's embarrassing it's embarrassing i'm like
0: how are you guys digging out of it this is. hole mm-hmm. i get the weekly texts every week for the five six thousand dollar travel contracts in california yep. Vander- and i, I, I literally get the text teaching. every week and i'm like this isn't sustainable yeah. like how are you guys you gonna dig yourself me, out of this whole-
2: you couldn't pay me a million million dollars to work at vanderbilt oh
0: my gosh
2: mm. No, literally I yeah no.
1: wait can you give us our t- your two cents because i love this and i love your opinion on it on jaco and and oh,
2: i hate it joint commission is so drunk. useless they get paid they get paid by the same people they accredit. It is like the biggest scheme, you know, in terms of they accredit the hospital, so you do want to be accredited, but you also have to pay us to be accredited. Mm-hmm you know it's just like they make like so much money for and it's just bullshit like and then they make absurd rules like when
0: joint commission was coming by we had to take all of like we couldn't have signs taped on the wall we had to take anything that was tape anything that was in paper we had to put put it in a plastic plastic sleeve sleeve. it's just i'm like dumb dumb. tell me how this is giving a hospital-inquired infection like you are just making shit up
2: that should be number one it should be illegal that the fact that once hospitals know Joint Commission's coming, then they staff like that should be illegal. Like you should. It yeah. was, you want to talk about ethics in nursing and in healthcare? Like you <laughs> are breaking the ethical code. Number one. Yeah. So your directors are having making it look a certain way to be accredited, they are breaking an ethical boundary. Like essentially, because they're basically they are,
0: acknowledging that all the other times we're not up to
2: standard. Yeah, and sweeping yeah. it under the rug. Like that is so unethical. Should be illegal. Lose your license for that, yeah. You know what I mean. Boop, boop. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so that's just my two cents. <laughs> two, two cents. Two um, cents. For any nurses out there, or people in general who are wanting to like start something, like whether it's I don't know something creative along the lines of content creation, or a website, or blog, or podcast. Do you have any good tips for them? For people who want to, you know, kind of dabble in
2: that do it like you are going to be your biggest roadblock and you just have to do it and don't think too much about it it's just going to happen like if you want to do a podcast do it that's the hardest part It's just doing it have fun with it and don't worry about how many followers you have or how many listeners that will come just be yourself and you'll you'll learn you know My content has changed over the past five years. You know, my content used to be super light and and just funny and silly, but over the pandemic and through COVID, like what nurses were experiencing everywhere, like my content got a little more serious and the advocacy, like this is fucking bullshit, you know, came out like staffing needs to change. It's fucking bullshit. But that was just how I was feeling too. Like, I'm not going to sit here and my content is all relates to what I'm feeling and going through. And you just have to keep that organic and natural.
0: But I think all of us that started following you early on and with the lighthearted stuff yeah. liked when Absolutely. we saw you like Loved opening it. up that side. I, I remember like, the
1: first time I heard you say "fuck," and I was
0: like, "Yes!" I was like, <laughs> "I was like Nurse Blake, oh my god, no, okay," and I, then I was I, like, "I'm here for this."
2: No, even though I, I do try to, I do try to balance professional. I mean, in, in comedy, I have let myself be more loose and just be myself. Um, in a way where I'm not scared to be myself anymore. Like I was so worried, like what people thought when I got my tattoo, I'm like, why do I care what people think if I get a tattoo, you know, um, it's it's not a big deal. And I, I feel like, you know, through the pandemic and so much people have grieved and have had loss that we realize like what's important in life. Mm Mm-hmm. We've, I think we've all realized, like, what, and as nurses, like, we've seen death, we see life, that mm-hmm. we realize, like, what I've learned in nursing is that, shit, you do only live once, and I could go out and die tomorrow in a car crash, or or I could spend all my money or or focus on me retiring in 60 years. Like, no, like, I'm here to live and have fun and connect with others and create great experiences so so yeah I mean I've learned a lot as a nurse I've learned a lot you know having my platform and stuff but be yourself have fun and fucking do it
0: I love it. Yes, you which are, is why um, everyone needs to come to NurseCon. Because yes. now I'm so yes. excited.
2: Come oh to NurseCon is such a party. Yeah. Yes, for it's gonna it's so. We were leaving the ship. We were the last ones to leave, and these two girls were leaving with us. And we're like, "How did you like NurseCon at Sea?" They're like, "We just got back from EDC, and your day <laughs> one of NurseCon at Sea was better than the whole EDC weekend." Yeah. Like, oh
1: my. Yeah. You, you don't know why? you go to you, nurses turn
2: you up. Do you do? And there's something about like even at my shows like when I go to these theaters and do my show, these theaters are like, this is going to be boring. Like it's going to be a nurse talk, but those nurses all kind of know each other. They're all connected in a way that when Mm -hmm. you go to another comedy show, people aren't connected. They're just there for that, you know, comedian. but
1: they might have no common denominators. Yes. It's a unique niche of people And and everyone can relate. Yeah.
2: So my crowd is so loud. The theaters don't expect it and people are talking with each other and they don't even know each other. And it's just like, there's this, community that's built in so that's what i think separates you know my comedy show from others and nurse kind of see from you know other conferences and events so i would yes. love to see you
0: on nurse Con at see yes. sign,
2: yes. up, sign up
0: and cruises have 24-hour ice cream cone machines soft serve machines yeah they, i mean <laughs> that's it's the literally best food this... ever yes it's the, yeah, best, yeah.
2: it's the best wait did
0: anyone get left behind like like they missed getting back on the boat because <laughs> i've been on I've been on cruises and that's my favorite hobby is like being on your balcony when it's time to depart from wherever you stop. Yes. That alone is like why worth going on a cruise, watching those people <laughs> running, not to miss the boat.
2: That's it my is funny. No, we, cruise? Okay. the cruise was so smooth. We had no issues. I mean, it was just, that's it was awesome. incredible. And I, 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 point that to the attendees the attendees were awesome so they've made their own little community and I love that like people have said they've made friends for life so they're like which yeah. cruise are you going on next year so now like yes. people are coming in big groups which I love they've made oh, t-shirts awesome. and it's just so it's so cool. they were like hiding ducks around the ship like they they had their own things like we just we provide the ship at all these fun events, and it's so cool to see, like, these little things happen that our, our participants, you know, bring to the event.
0: I, I love mm-hmm. our nurse community world. It's like incredible. such a, I know we've yeah. gone through a lot, but I really
1: – I love it. And thank you for everything you are doing because you truly are making a community. And I think that everyone listening today could not agree more. Like, we are just so thankful for everything you're doing, so –
2: Thank I you, Tori and to Sam. Concerned. Thank you for everything yes. you do. Thank you for all the listeners. Uh, it was so great to be on. And I can't wait to meet you guys like in person. We yes, cannot well, we're wait. Before you head out, out I know
1: everyone already knows, but all the platforms and all the things, where can everyone find your book and all of the things that you're amazing things you're doing. <laughs>
2: you can get my book Uh, i want to be a nurse when i grow up on amazon or barnes and noble you could even go into barnes and noble because it's like on the shelves which is really really cool cool. you can secure your spot on NurseCon at c we have monthly payments only 99 down plus taxes and fees at nursecon at com. if you need cne's you (laughs) can download the free NurseCon app and get all free cne's um and you can buy tickets to my comedy show (laughs) nurseflake.com
1: awesome Yay. awesome awesome thank you so much for is your there, time is your comedy show sold out right now are oh, there yeah. still any
2: it's, most of them are all pretty much sold out there are yeah, a few tickets left can. at every venue but we'll be on the look for more we added a second Ooh, Vegas show so great. people are turning that into a weekend a Vegas weekend so
0: it's- well this has been so much fun, so we love fun. You. It makes me so excited to come thank backstage you.
2: yes I'm so thank, so, 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 so thank you guys love you guys can't
0: wait thank okay. you bye oh my gosh
1: why do I love him so much I was so amazing first of all I cannot wait for nurse Con.
0: okay can we just talk about it and I just love this side of Blake because so. so much more than like what you get to see on yeah. the internet is actually being able to sit here and like have a conversation with him and see how genuine and authentic he is like one of the yeah. coolest humans
1: very, very fun. We're so, so thrilled that we got him on for him today, you guys. And we've linked all the resources here in the bio for you. So definitely check out everything and sign up to go to NurseCon as well. You know, let's go on a little cruise.
0: Yes, you know, we love trips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check ours out, link in bio. <laughs> At our Instagram, <laughs> absolutely, and thank you so much, you guys, for listening. As
1: always, make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at c e l l f i e underscore podcast. You can find all of our sponsors and all the goodies there linked in the bio for you.
0: And thank you so much for your reviews. We actually have new goodies coming out. We do. New stickers, new little. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but you're going to get a the good swag bag. just got a little update, a little zhuzh. Yes. It's got a big update and we're sending them to you completely free. If you leave us a review, just drop your IG handle in the review and we will reach out to you to grab your address and get those out to you. And then also if you listen on Spotify and you drop us five stars, we love you for that. Thank, thank you, you, you so much. Thank you you guys. That means the world to us. Your guys' support, especially for just all of our sponsors. we, work our butts off to bring you people like nurse Blake yeah. who's so awesome. And we're so excited about this episode. So we appreciate when you support any of our sponsors, yeah. like ritual hydro jog, all of that Absolutely. is helping us bring you more amazing Guests like this,
1: we're self we're self produced, so it's definitely something. It means so much to us. So we love
0: you. When the editing sucks, I'm sorry. by (laughs) self produced. We mean genuinely that Sam's sitting here editing it at two in the morning. We love you. We love you. Sorry, I try. No, we love you. Thank you
1: so much, everyone, for being here with us. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tory
0: and at Hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned. We got a fun little bonus episode. It's a little up life updates. We've. We were, were, yep. we were mm-hmm. missing for a little bit. Yeah. NIA, so we love you guys. We're back. back we, we're back. Hey, thanks, how you thanks doing? Thanks for always hanging around and waiting for us and your <laughs> support. We like could not do this without you guys. Absolutely.
1: So have a fabulous week and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.